0: Welcome to the Video Game Hour. You know, It's I'm the Video Tavi, Game Hour, and I'm Yusuf. And that's we're just going to do it live, man. The All Video right. Game Hour. <laughs> the Video Game Hour. Hello, everyone. That is what we are called. Garrison Keeler is a fuckface. <laughs> what a jerk. What a jerk. All right. Well, it's been a jerky year, but yeah. uh, I think we both have tried our best to cobble together kind of like our highlights, like the best, the most fun, awesome, great games that we've played in yeah. the past year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you had a bit more success than me. You have a top five, <laughs> and you caught me unawares of... <laughs> and I was just on well, a top maybe it's frame. only
1: because I I probably should have like warned you to build a list. Yeah, maybe that'd I be kinda nice tricked partner. you. Yeah, <laughs> really you, put you over a barrel there. Yeah, of course. The list making duties, yeah, but yeah, yeah no, I, I I put together a list this morning uh, just for games, not necessarily in any order, just because I think that's somewhat of a fruitless task most of the time. Sure. I just wanted to, you know, it's really just an effort to remember what I've played you know because you forget about things so quickly (laughs) if y'all could see his face right now (laughs) as you remember contorted Contorted in a I don't even know nonchalance and confusion
0: of course so yeah so you should tell me like uh top five games released in 2016 right yeah yeah all right so give me give me one of your top five in no particular order
1: well I will start with Dishonored 2 of course oh I should have guessed of course (laughs) it's freshest in my mind and I'm just gonna warm up on it because i can talk about that game forever all right hit me with some dishonored <laughs> two man well what do you want to know specifically i mean, <laughs> I mean it picks up right it picks up yeah it we picks left up off, where right? like corvo it, about maybe 15 years later so in, in order to have emily who was the character in dishonored one a mm. uh, child in dishonored one grow up and become a 20 or something year old young lady who right. is now the queen of uh, Dunwall and the Isles. Uh, the
0: saddest, saddest <laughs> town in history. Yeah. I yeah. just remember it being like this shitty. There was like no, not a grain of happiness. It's still super and that, sad. Yeah, Dunwall, the shitty. Um,
1: it's a very dark universe. Okay. Okay. Uh, but actually the game doesn't take place in Dunwall. It takes place primarily in um, Karnaka, which is like an island to the south. Nice. And it's kind of this like, very much like a colonial vestige, like this... Um, Colonial empire, or part of the empire that is run by, you know, uh, something of a despot, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the the the, the meta narrative of the of the of the plot is that you as queen haven't been, you know, paying cl- very close attention to your people, mainly because you. Don't give a shit and just want to <laughs> kill people
0: and jump on rooftops. So an equally shitty place to Dunwall. Just in a very yeah, different exactly. shitty way. Sh- Dunwall is shitty it.
1: in the kind of like England gray fog, just bubonic <laughs> plague and sadness of Europe. And then uh, Karnaka has a lot of that new world and the all the exploitation that comes with that. It's a big mining town. Oh, shit. Um, so you have a lot of uh, discussion narrative that comes along with that. So you, you just picture every kind of dark colonial uh, subtext that they, like you could put into something, and then they kind of throw it in there. All right. So it's a cool kind of twist on on dark cities, on bad cities, yeah. bad places, <laughs> terrible and bad, cities and bad people
0: with rulers that really should not be rulers. Yeah.
1: And of course, uh, there's the gameplay itself, which is just my favorite ever. I think they've they've done a great job at taking a game that I already really really enjoyed, and fleshing out a lot of the systems that go into it and the mechanics like the way it you you approach the game for one you have two characters so you can either choose to play as emily or ha- oh, as corvo good. atana which is the character of the first game and who is her father and um it comes down to the first game that he is like her father and in the second game they're not hiding it i guess so they're just dad and daughter just like kind of like uh the big rule in the kingdom the last few years dad daughter games yeah awesome and, uh, yeah, there's definitely a dad a lot game, of game developers, dad game vibe, especially daughters. if you play as Corvo. What's well, cool is you don't have to play as Corvo, you can play as Emily, and that, that element kind of isn't as present in her game. Like, you're not trying to rescue your daughter, you're just trying to figure out what the hell happened, hmm. and rescue your dad. And um, so I played it first as her, and I've been going back and playing it again as Corvo. So. Oh, okay, cool because they do have different skills and it really changes how you how you approach the game
0: and i guess also as like a fan to have such a defined new game plus is is kind of a oh, plus because yeah. like i find myself even with the games like um i recently this year actually this year i was playing uh what is it the sony flagship where you like absorb powers and it's like smoke and neon and shit uh infamous infamous oh, sure. yeah, yeah infamous i'm playing the ps4 infamous game it was on like one of the sales over the year mm-hmm. and it's really fun, but it's, like, also in that in that exact same vein.
1: Oh, being able to play as different characters? Yeah, just, like, the moral oh, sure, choice, sure. like, the
0: moral quandary that they, mm. like, put, like, oh, you're, like, light or dark. Oh, it's, like, the yeah. infamous thing. It's, like, infamous or famous. Like, are you good or bad? But yeah. even with those games, I can't really, like, fathom actually, like, playing through the new game plus, but I guess I'm oh, sure... Oh, yeah,
1: this definitely gives you a good reason, to. I mean, it's just, like, there's so... You could, it's so much. First of all, it's not only that you have different skills and different uh, ways to approach the worlds. The worlds themselves are super dense and really well constructed, and just awesome level design. Nice. It takes the levels of the, of the Dishonored One, which are tend to be a lot more linear and kind of A to B uh, uh, for, sort of direction leading, and create in Dishonored Two they create more of a hub. Hmm. So the worlds are. Huge, r- relatively to to the one in the first game, and you can kind of explore and go down a lot of side routes that don't necessarily lead to where you want to go. So, I mean... Oh, it's nice.
0: like Red Herring style, like not at all connected to your machine? Yeah, anymore. I mean,
1: some of them are more connected. Like, generally in every level, there's like a barrier in the way... There's like kind of like a kick-the-front-door-down sort of route where there's just like, guarded by a bunch of soldiers and, a, you know, a wall Combat of... Combat. You know, forward. like, yeah it's harder but you can like if you want to just go go and go for it you can and with your powers it's quite doable or you can kind of figure out other ways to get around the the barricades and then those ways can be multi multiple like there are a lot of different routes that you can take and it's not just like you know day sex human revolution which is like take a vent or take a roof like it's actually like you know, go into this house that's full of, like, infested with blood flies, which are, like, the new rats in this game. Oh, like, shit. There's these flies that can, like, that are basically, like, bees that will, like, aggravate if you get too close to them or hit their hives. And, like, a lot of these houses will get full of them. And then, like, so that's kind of a dangerous route that you want to take, that you, you can take. Or you can take a more rooftop route or you can go underwater under in the ocean or you know, possess a fish. Like the first game. Possess a fish. you can possess a fish? The ultimate possess.
0: experience. Only as Corvo. In video though. games. Only as Corvo, guys. Um, you heard it here first. Or probably not. <laughs> did not hear you probably heard, her heard it here last, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah you're in the format of a video game hour. Yeah.
1: But for those reasons it's just super fun to yeah. play repeatedly and they just announced they're going to going to make a version where you you'll have the skills of both characters um in your in a new game plus mode that nice. you can, so that you could just like which is amazing because they have like together probably 10 total skills as like and their skills are so cool so like Emily has like you know these really fun she can basically she can uh create like a clone copy of herself like that's a kind of a, a like vanilla on the vanilla level it's a distraction like on the base level it's a distraction mechanism so you can throw it in front of a guard and the guard will chase that figure down the figure will run away but then you can upgrade it and then it'll like sometimes Or it can make a like kill for you like if there's a guard unaware is it'll like gonna walk up behind the guard and stab it or you can um you can actually teleport to and possess that Character. Oh, nice.
0: That's so, great. So, like,
1: you can be like, oh, I can't get all the way up there, and you, like, have your character go over there. Or you want to jump off a building, you can
0: actually, like, spawn of your of, character. Uh, I think that was going on in Shadow of Mordor as well, where you could, like, shoot an arrow into a dude. Oh, yeah, and, and like, do a teleport them, thing. Yeah. Yeah, teleport to them.
1: That's yeah. pretty cool. So, you can, like, was. So, yeah, you could tell... Or you could. <laughs> I saw a really cool GIF where, like, the person just, like, spawned a, a, a clone of themselves and then jumped down and just, like, stabbed the clone and, like, when you when you stab somebody from no matter how high you jump from you won't die oh so you can use that character like like as like a pat like a padding padding yeah Yeah. exactly which is actually similar to like swapper i never played it but i've heard that Swapper has that element where you use your clones to get through the level so it's really fun like new skills and like you can like chain your you can use a skill that chains your enemies together so if one dies all like the other one dies oh cool and which gets really fun when you have like elements where, or scenes where, like, it'll be like a scripted scene where the like a soldier has like a rebel like tied up and they're gonna like execute them. And you just like literally link them together. So the soldier is like, boom! And then he dies too. That's And rad. then you're just oh, like, oh, so yeah. you can oh, take advantage of yeah. scripted
0: moments yeah. that they've set up.
1: Oh, this Super is so cool.
0: cool. I'm kind of like, I, <laughs> my lens is opening too, because you know me, I'm like a huge stealth fan. So one thing I always loved about the original Dishonored, I haven't played Dishonored 2 yet, but when I play, I'm really looking forward to it, but, like, the first game had this whole thing that I love, um, which, you know, is shared, of course, by my darling series of all time, Metal Gear. Mm -hmm. Uh, The whole idea that, like, unlike Sam Fisher in uh, whatever, Shadow Complex, whatever that game is, Split Yourself, Split Yourself, uh, unlike Sam Fisher, the mission doesn't end if you're spotted. In Mm -hmm. fact, it just takes on a very different dimension if Mm -hmm. you're trying to stealth it versus trying to action it and back and forth. And, like, I love Dishonored and the Metal Gear series for that reason, where Mm -hmm. it's this, like, this give and take like you start stealthing you end action or anywhere in between or any order they're in and the longer you survive the more chance you have for like these different shades so i I have to kind of acknowledge the elephants in my own room where it's like i'm intentionally probably not putting metal gear solid phantom pain on my top anything list even Mm -hmm. though i'm like Mm -hmm. a branded diehard of that series yeah which
1: really surprised me
0: yeah i (laughs) i I hesitate i'm thinking even thrice about it like i'm like maybe i should just say it because like then we'll get to talk about it but i just think it's a shitty game metal gear game Mm -hmm. i think the mechanics and the like i don't know the the engine it's like maybe the best engine waiting for a metal gear game to happen inside of it but it also was just like not a metal a full metal metal gear game like i think a lot of the things that people really dislike about the series were missing in this one the Mm -hmm. weirdness the sort of long-windedness and there was long-windedness but it was just dragging the player through like a lot of terrible side missions but yeah it, in my book like it was a terrible note to end on as a franchise if this is truly the last like canon Metal Gear game yeah. Uh, so I kept it off my top anything list yeah. but it, again like again it mechanically was fantastic and it it really was like uh, the pinnacle of what Metal Gear could have been mm. uh, had it been Um but sorry um, yeah Dishonored no, 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 no. You know, seems dope. I can't wait to play that shit. Yeah, Can I you? won't
1: I won't spoil it too much. I mean I, I just like really love the systems in it and getting to play it. And I didn't want yeah, I didn't I, I, there's so many more things I could talk about,
0: but I won't spoil it. We might have to yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a rarefied thing that we don't spoil a game on the video game hour. There's no thank need. you for that courtesy. It's a good thing. Thank game. you for that courtesy. <laughs> uh, I will definitely play it. I'll yeah. be able to play it. Maybe we should do an episode about it in the Sure, in you should definitely game. check it out. And um, let me know. But another game that I think now kind of shares a, a headspace and a pedigree with it is the Hitman series. Mm. And I am I'm I think it's maybe just too early for me to declare it a top whatever of my list. Because, again, I'm, I'm only a three and you've got the five. Um, but f- before <laughs> your next one, like Hitman, the new shit is like by every hour that I've played of it so far, it looks and feels and plays so dope, dude. Like, That's great. It's amazing. And just like you were saying with Corvo... Or any of these powers kind of being able to like manipulate a scene that's happening. Every time you drop in to a Hitman run, things are just going to be happening. And you're going to be manipulating this like very natural tide of like movement that's happening around you. And you're stealthing through it. And you're like disrupting it. And you see what happens when like one thing is tipped but another thing isn't. And it's very cool that you're like inside of a malleable watch or clock or something. Like you Mm -hmm. can just sort of like fuck with one gear and see what it does. And then, like, slip into another costume and, like, fail completely. And mm. be like, okay, let me just, like, try that again. And it's, yeah, the load times are mercifully awesome. short. It's really, really dope. Mm. And I'm, like, very early in it, so I can't even give it game of the year <clears throat> or for my top whatever. But, like, it's really, dope but you've been so really far. enjoying I, I, Yeah, you've been I can't wait to give many more hours to it for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really, if they do share that common DNA about uh, a world that is operating on its own sort of clockwork. Yeah. in Dishonored 2. It does have a level called Clockwork Mansion. That's really cool. Of course it does. <laughs> and you are this basically this little wrench in the gears. You can twist it and turn it <clears throat> to see what what it does. Yeah. And that's really cool. And both games do that and it's just like such a fun aspect of them because it's does it doesn't feel like it doesn't even feel necessarily that they're like they're real people. It feels like you're in like you don't feel immersed like you don't you're not really role playing as much as you are kind of picking and toying at this little puzzle that's like alive and and has these thousands of moving pieces it's, true. Yeah, it's just so fun to, to interact with
0: well at least in Dishonored's case the uh, the pieces all have you know disfigured large hands you know <laughs> mm-hmm. they have those like giant cartoony hands yeah, yeah, in that yeah. game so it always they have nice uh, Disney it separates, yeah it separates it a little bit more from like reality <laughs> the fashion is Hitman's uh, like as ridiculous because it's like you are a person at a fashion show stalk everyone you're like yeah. oh, this is really really weird <laughs> <And vaccination." laughs> I hear you get to like walk down a runway or oh like, I'm, I'm like, like working on that right now nice. Yeah, I'm like still in like the trailer of the video game nice. I'm so early on in the content you know what i mean like sure. i'm definitely still like too early to call it but yo tell me another of your uh, your top five man yeah gladly gladly
1: um i'll talk about overcooked 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 so this game i feel like a lot of people slept on partially I'm because asleep, man. it is really a co-op game like there's oh, okay. um there's a single player option for it but i would not recommend it because it's really bad essentially you're playing <clears throat> two or more cooks in this little cartoony top-down kitchen and the goal of the game is to put together ingredients prepare them and make uh pre predetermined meals in according to like little like kind of recipes that pop up on top of the top of the window and then holy um, shit you kind what? of yeah you like take them you deliver them to the little like counter and then you just keep going. It's kind of like a crazy taxi but for cooking. You no, know, that like, sounds
0: sense, fucking like space team, but culinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. That of space. sounds There's amazing. a lot
1: of space team element uh, aspects All to right, it. We gotta
0: play. Oh my god. We do have to play. Holy we crap. We do have to play. Because, and you said top down 2D. Yeah, it's like it's like 3D, Unity like style, isometric, but like yeah, yeah isometric, isometric. Yeah, you. Yeah, 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 totally. It's
1: like almost like Bomberman, where you're kind of like running oh around. Oh my gosh, that sounds. How yeah. did I sleep
0: on this shit? Dude,
1: this game—I don't know—it it didn't probably have a huge marketing budget or whatever. so like it, it didn't get a undercooked. Lot of I'd in, in say. Under- <laughs> 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 Yeah, give me the sad trombone. Um, but I picked it because it just provided this really cool, unique experience with my wife, Vivian, because um, we're just like we—we we were just two of us, the two of us playing this game so intense on, like, getting these recipes I'm right in the right Vivian amount of time. Just being like, use it! I know. She I'm the re- fucking line coach. She would crack that fuck whip you. and, like, yeah, of not cut me any slack. And, like, <laughs> like I had to really be on top of my game. She, because you
0: guys are foodies, though. Like, Yeah, we don't want to fuck up people. the don't I don't want to be hardcore food. about, sorry, no, I don't, don't want to call you a foodie. It's fair, it's fair. We don't wanna, you guys are food people, we respect, man. We respect yeah, a good So, of course, that's your fucking game, man.
1: We respect a good dish. Um yeah and the levels get like really funny and complicated like some of them like you're on a moving truck and like you have to like kind of go from like piece to piece or like truck to truck to like you know make the ingredients and like sometimes you're in a space station some some crazy little cooking areas i'm
0: i'm shocked and flabbergasted that i have not played this (laughs) i'm like disappointed in myself it's okay it's okay you know i've been (laughs) look man that's fucked
1: up it's okay I got married, you know. Shit. Don't be so hard on yourself. This is it's a been a big year. Small indie game is a big year for you. There's always a the future. This game, O'Rhook's not going anywhere, and there's been expansion. So Overcooked. it's even it's even bigger than it was before. That's amazing. It was just a uh, holiday expansion that we just played last week, and it was pretty fun because they introduced turkeys. Uh, Tell me turkeys. You make nutmeg. Turkeys. Oh, Thanksgiving um, is definitely more food than Christmas. So you like. There's literally a scene that's like a conveyor belt of just raw turkey sliding down. Oh, gross. And, and your character just has like a flamethrower. <laughs> or one of the cooks does. So you're just like, one of them is flamethrowing flame the turkey. Because you have to cook them. A big thing is like, you cook the ingredient, but like, if you leave it on the fire for too long, it'll burn. It's yeah, overcooked. Yeah, literally, that's, there you go. The crutch, the crutch, I'm, fucking, the crux, I'm catching, crutch I'm woke there. now. I'm fully you're woke awake, awake to overcooked. To
0: overcooked. You're overwoked. I'm overwoked. <laughs> you're overwoke.
1: woke or cooked. Um, but... Yeah, so like you were just like I'm just like over over there chopping the carrots, and then I gotta throw them in the conveyor belt, and Vivian's just like fling throwing the turkey and the carrots. What a weird game, yeah, but also, awesome! It's an awesome game, and it's just game. like the perfect like couples game, which is a little cheesy name for genre, but I mean it's one that I ascribe to because we we both we also played you know like we were saying um lovers in a dangerous space time and Oh, so great it's like just a fun kind of like. Cooperative, but a little bit of like argumentative and like a little bit in your face um, sort of game. So like you really have to like you can like kind of get out all your anger issues in this game. Nice. And You're just like because you're just getting no sorry, It was just, it was mad the game.
0: <laughs> That's perfect, man. Yo, couples. There was that couples therapist man used cooperative you, games. Yeah. To yeah, this would be like get to the heart honestly of the my issues my really quick
1: my biggest recommendation. That's awesome because like yeah you have to like if you don't like communicate and like because it's amazing because it's like I mean. You can get through the game without actually. there's like three stars. Ultimately, you know, a star system like one, two, or three in terms of like how many dishes you, you delivered. And what for whatever, whatever reason, like we always were like, got to get three stars. There's no option to not get three stars. You angry birded, man. Yeah, they're like we got. This I don't progress perfect. in a level until yeah. it's perfect, man. You gotta figure so it out. we did that. I'll never play that game
0: again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I feel sometimes that way about Overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were totally like. Would be like, okay, why aren't we getting three stars in this level? (laughs) Sit down, just let's talk about this level. Okay, is like You're not taking overcooked seriously. Yeah. Or it's like you've been I've been chopping the potatoes and putting them in the pot. Like where where where's the slack? We gotta find the slack. So we're like literally like kind of like we're like system building and team building. And trying to like, you know, make our team more efficient and I mean, isn't that what a marriage is
0: wow well i'll tell you what a marriage <laughs> isn't and a marriage isn't oh man i've got two really good choices i can make right now i'm gonna say uncharted 4 a oh, marriage good. isn't yeah. uncharted I mean, 4 is. pardon the segue that's yeah, one of that's a good top, segue. you know top three or four ish games mm-hmm. of the year i just really enjoyed it it was not the best game of all time it was like it was like wow, really way to, way to
1: disrespect the top games. of Really 2016.
0: well made. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying it's been kind of. I haven't played the Tomb Raider game yet. Yeah, I can't wait to play that. I'm. I guess I'm at that point where like I'm still backlogging. You know, 2016 was clearing out the backlog. You know, my life was really busy. I got I renovated the apartment and then mm-hmm. I got married. Man, that doesn't leave a lot of time Both, for video games. Yeah, it didn't leave a lot of time <laughs> or for anything games. else. And so I was backlogging a lot. Like, but of the new games that were released in 2016. Um, you know, Uncharted 4 portrayed a comic book, you know, clarity level of relationship maturity um, and a really hilarious, you know, obsession with making a family out of a wandering, you know, Matthew McConaughey type. <laughs> but I got to say, like, it was a really beautiful, fun action movie to play. Like, I enjoyed it mm-hmm. and it was, you know, top marks from a technical category like uh whatchamacallit the uh the fumito ueda game the uh, um last guardian last guardian came out right it's running on the same base hardware you know in 2016 we had the release of the ps pro and the ps slim and now we've like broken the rules of consoles in this one year we're like no it won't be the same system for like six to eight years it's gonna be like upgrade city welcome to like pc master race bullshit but you know, last uh, what is it? The last Guardian is running on the same base system as Uncharted Four, and like I hear that it's got frame rate issues. And it's yeah. like, yo, if these dudes can make their game look incredulously good mm-hmm. and never miss a beat, and it's like pinnacle gameplay, yeah. motion graphic like marriage, but not the marriage of their fictional characters. Yeah, like I give it high marks, man. That shit was a fun ass game. I can't wait when I'm, like, in between new games, if that ever happens again because of Backlog, <laughs> to, like, replay it once. And maybe it won't be as good the next time around, but I'll get some mileage out of it. It's fun. That was one of my, one of my games of the year. Really, really fun game. Yeah, it's definitely a fun game.
1: Uh, you know, I was hearing that the multiplayer is kind of fun, too.
0: I know, the multiplayer on 3 was really fun, but yeah. no one messed with 3 on that level. Like, I think 2 just got, like, the marks as the series goes, and, like, it's become the, like, you know, the sort of euphoric darling of like the series everything has to have like a best of and like your memory gloms to it but i really enjoyed three hmm. and it had a co-op experience that was worth the shit and it oh, got really? like harder than the yeah it got harder than the vanilla campaign and it was really fun and it required like you both being on the couch like yelling at each other kind of like <laughs> overcooked to like be in the right pinch points to like w- survive because they just like threw those helmeted shotgun dudes at you Mm. Um, so but yeah, knows. Uncharted. Yeah, <laughs> The End was like exactly what it it was in its pocket. You know, it was like the best that pop music could offer you. It was like, it was like, yeah, yeah it was just a good pop album.
1: It's kind of like when, it's like Naughty Dog is that's the level they're at right now. That's yeah. like they're just like they know. know their
0: flavors, they know what they're doing. Yeah, and so that was like they're delivering. They that handed in, yeah, perfectly solid catered. ass Uncharted Four thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was good for me. I don't play Call of Duty. That was my thing. Game of the Year. One of my games of the year.
1: Yeah. I think it was like and it was a game that did a lot I mean, the relationship subplot I thought was really well done and, it's not, and there are element there there are moments in it that are just really respectable in terms of writing, just like them sitting on the couch together playing Crash Bandicoot it was really interesting. Like to have that like a really like kind of long scene play out that was just talking about. You know, be getting older and just yeah. like having figuring out how to live your life, and just like some of the stuff with um, how they kind of re- reconcile later in the game between you know, between his wanting to be a crazy cartoonish uh outlaw and her wanting to or her not really even
0: getting to voice her opinion until like that yeah. moment. And honestly, I, I again, I like I kind of disagree because, like, I think, or maybe not even disagree, you just bring up a really good point. There's dope scenes in Uncharted yeah. 4. And there's dope scenes in video games, but there's very few video games that like do a dope like full you know movie full like story full bodied world building and like you know i i we're gonna talk about it in depth for our next game of the hour, but like i'll I've been thinking about that a lot this whole like scenes versus like whole film when I think about like even mafia three mm-hmm. um and it's like that idea that like. Uncharted 4 had these great scenes in isolation, but I could never believe the actual film of their relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, of like, Nate and whatever her name was. (laughs) Exactly. And we're both sitting here like, what was her name? (laughs) Like, because she wasn't a developed character. Because it wasn't a developed story. It was like, a bunch of dope scenes! That like, I will replay those scenes forever! They're so dope! Those little cuts of... Truth and like honesty and vulnerability, but they're couched in, and they lead to and lead from brutal murder and like and player failure, where you have to redo brutal murder again to get Mm -hmm. it just right, and it's still completely disconnected from like like what if we played like a mass murderer game, you know? (laughs) It's like oh wait, we only play mass (laughs) murderer games, and the closer
1: you get to you know versimilitude and and. And complex narratives the weirder the murder seems yeah. and they're going to keep doing it because they're Naughty Dog and they're not going to change um, but I do still appreciate that them the, the moments that they do give us like I think it, and oh, they're, so great. they're good enough and better than, enough than pretty much any other video game that tries that sort of formula that you know I'm going to keep playing it because it's just so so here here yeah. absolutely no, the quality game is so good
0: yeah. alright so what about you hey, man how about another one of your games of the year
1: yeah, I'll give you uh my third game of the year, not necessarily in that order, but on the list, Titanfall 2. Oh shit. Now, this game was partially game of the year because of how much of a surprise it was. Like, I played and enjoyed Titanfall 1, the uh, which is a multiplayer only uh game where you just kind of you it's a first-person shooter, you're running around. I mean, it, the 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 elements of it are just are ve- so compelling that I was willing to give a multiplayer shooter a chance. Like you know, you can you basically can control a pilot who can then jump into a titan, which is like a big mech, and then run around and Can't kill have things. Mecha. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, and mech is mecha is like not always well handled in video games. Like it's just like a lot of times you you get. Your character gets put into a mech and then he just runs around and just, like, shoots everything. And it's, like, yeah. a, basically a mobile turret sequence. I'm thinking of Fear 2 here, which had a really <laughs> awful... Um, shots fired. Yeah. Shots like, fired um, across the 2016 buff. To, yeah, just, Oh, like, shit. I mean, this is... A, that was a, quite a few years ago, oh. but... Still. Shots fired in 2016. Shots fired and they go back in time. That's <laughs> it. Backwards, in-time shots. Fired. But you know what I mean. It's just, like, uh, it's hard to to get the scale right when you talk about mechs like when it's hard to like f- get that feeling of both power and vulnerability i mean mech warrior 2 back in the day like was something that i played a little bit of and really like appreciated for not not necessarily like appreciated for showing you a mech that was dangerous or that was powerful but also very vulnerable like True. that that did overheat really quickly and it did only have a certain amount of
0: like shields and and health that it could survive an and onslaught. Yeah. Like definitely required a German amount of simulation failure oh, yeah. to I even mean, fucking turn the a torso game. <laughs> while walking. Dude, I remember playing that game with like four of my like David yeah. Brower uh-huh. and like a couple of other like ethical or Fielsen kids would get together to play like as one player. That mm-hmm. like you handle the right nice hemisphere. Nice. Yeah, you needed that. Like you nice. handle the like head. It was like
1: a Voltron of, like... Yeah, it was the most... And we're, like,
0: on one keyboard being, like, we're going to lose.
1: Like, we're fucked. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's... Amazing. So we've come a long way since then. Um, So Titanfall 2, what I really dug about it was the single player, surprisingly. I didn't think that was going to happen. And I don't know if you heard about it much, but the single player has been a, a super pleasant surprise. It's, like, a nice... Medium length campaign by Call of Duty length, maybe eight hours, eight to ten hours. Oh, that's,
0: that's that's good. Yeah, that's no, market competitive. Great, love it. Shit. I love that length. Light uh, <laughs> I think it's like four to five hours now. Which one? Eight hours, like light would be four hours. Oh, sure, four sure, or sure, five hours, yeah, like, yeah. single player campaign. Or um,
1: one. and apparently what I I had read about, like when they were designing it, they actually just like did a a sort of a game jam among the designers and uh, the the game developers in the studio to come up with like cool ideas for what a cool shooter would be and then they took all the best ideas and then made each one a level that's fucking rad <laughs> super cool so it's like
0: a love letter to like the genre yeah
1: exactly it's kind of almost i hear like, it does like a, a first better first mirror's shooter.
0: edge than mirror's edge like, it's it like does very i mean kinetic. the wall running is a fantastic
1: i mean because mirror's edge she needs she needs jump boots and that's what you get.
0: <laughs> Yo, you can roll around the you all, Yeah, where the jump boots at?
1: Where the jump boots? You need where to upgrade. You need to upgrade. Upgrade.
0: Upgrade. Oh my god, idiocracy. Yeah. and then man, this year sucked. Yes, I mean I got married, and but this year, no, that's a joke. I'm setting. No, I'm mean, like 20 years from now, I'm gonna yeah. cash that joke in. Be like, remember? on 2016? That that's that <laughs> your You're like, take my wife. <laughs> um, but really, the best part
1: of Titanfall was your robot. Who's like um, just one of the better robot allies, like scripted allies of like a, a game, just because. It's got a personality? It's got a personality.
0: What the fuck are you talking about?
1: It's your buddy who's a robot. It's like. Nah, but
0: you sit inside your buddy. You sit inside your buddy. Have
1: you ever ever watched Adventure Time? Finn sits I inside have, Jake all the time. That's true, he does! <laughs> oh, it's fucked up. Man. Um, but yeah, essentially, like, you have. Like the the story goes, like you're just like this rookie pilot, who's just you're still like a rifleman. So you're still like just a little human grunt that runs around, runs around on the ground and gets With shot, stepped rocket on. Jumps. No, he doesn't even have rocket jumps. What play, the no. fuck? He, he can't even. He you, maybe go you wall run. I don't know. i didn't even try. You got a wall
0: run. You don't guy last guy.
1: very long as a rifleman before like. Faith can like... wall run without rocket jump. Yeah, that's jump. True,
0: true. Come on, man. But it's
1: like in, in the world of Titanfall, there's like these like pilots who are like just like cool. It's basically like kind of the Halo guard, the Halo like Spartan, like just like the cool soldier class. Like oh, you like, like the yeah. You know, like, yeah, they just walk. You when they enter a room, they're just Varsity like what's up? yo. Know, like they, they got, got the, the cool, fucking jacket. And yeah, they got the cool jacket they got the scarf. Like um, their outfit is just like. Just like wartime chic, like they just look dope, and like the other and the riflemen, just like, you know, they're just the grunts. They're not. They're not, they they're just here for a paycheck.
0: I knew you. I, yo, I know it's like beneath <laughs> you to quit shit, but like you should have quit the football team with me, man. We could have like worn those jackets upside down back in fields. That tonight. would have been cool. Upside yeah. down, Chris. Oh yeah,
1: we were in a football team yeah. back in high school.
0: I anyway, think that was a callback to the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Shit out, man. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So you are playing as this kind of wimpy little rifleman and there's a really awesome dude like who's the like the lieutenant or whatever your squad he gets killed but his titan's still alive and the titan's like you need to like heal me real quick and let's get the fuck out of (laughs) here so the titan is like actually like telling what to do at this point because he's like you know you're a
0: shrimp and i'm a robot yeah
1: he's like i but he can't like really do he can't act without a pilot so he's like go on and um you know Collect some energy cells, come bring it back to me, which kind of teaches you some of the elements. like a tutorial, like teaching you elements of shooting while oh, running. Oh, I got a uh, You game. come back, you get in the robot, he's just like, boom, 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 like, you are fucking, you're in the robot, and you're just like, yes! Just like, you know, shooting rockets at like all the enemies and like, just just then, like, you know, running, uh, doing a robot dash where he kind of has a little jetpack dash. There's and, a robot dash. Yeah, he's got a little jetpack, you know. Holy Titanfall is a great game. Right, I mean, the first go. one is great. Is it like, cross-platform this time? Yeah, it's on PS4. Fuck yeah, man. So I, I definitely won't tell you any more of the story then, because there's some stuff that I don't want to spoil. You know, without spoiling games,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. our <laughs> podcast sounds a lot like like a GameSpot podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a trailer I saw. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like we've like cheapened ourselves. Well, I to say?
1: I wrote a um, article that will appear on, on Zam com, which right. is like kind of a game website. Your writing's been dope, dude. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Your
0: writing's been really dope, dude. I'm getting there. No, you're getting. <laughs> keep, keep that shit up.
1: Um, I wrote a piece about um, the the Titan, your Titan buddy in Titanfall, and how it calls back to like all those um, robot buddy movies in the '90s, like Short Circuit, yes. Terminator 2, Batteries Not Included. I didn't mention that. But... Batteries
0: not included. <laughs> the Tenement. The fucking space in New York.
1: The yes, I know about that movie. Oh,
0: man. Sorry, but I have, like, one. It's okay. One. No, it's, a, it's a, good, two a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good <laughs> Muppet movie. Muppet Excitement and Tubby. My <laughs> bad, dude. Um,
1: what was it? Was the third one? Oh, Iron Giant. Oh, yeah, Iron Giant. It's very Iron giant Like, it just, like... He's kind of this, like, stoic robot that doesn't know a lot about humans and, like, what their cool little jokes and in, in-jokes. So you kind of, like, do... There's a lot of, like, kind of... And what's cool about it, too, is, like, as... You can actually, like, there's a conversational system in this game. So you're running around shooting, like, random soldiers, and then, like, the robot will say something to you, and then you'll just be, like, you can either be, like, kind of more friendly or just, like, more flippant or, like, more jokey, and, like, you just press a little button, and it kind of, like, selects it. And, Does like, that, like, to affect its strategy in no, battle? No, it doesn't affect
0: anything. What? It
1: doesn't affect anything. It oh. It's just, like, this awesome little, like, like like surface layer of like interactivity and just like really like situating yourself as a pilot and talking to uh, talking to your Titan and just kinda like forming a relationship with them. Like that's what the game is about. It's your like
0: Titan is goose from Top Gun man. Yeah. It's fucked up though. It's, it's fucked up. That but makes great. you like endear yourself to yeah. the Titan that can get
1: popped to your like w- you know, walking tank that's still like, you know, just like a good dude. Yeah, thermonuclear <laughs>
0: warfare has never been more endearing, man. Titanfall two. I mean I think it was about, a like,
1: No, no, there was a great piece in uh, Waypoint about, like, this guy was, like, talking about, like, the future of robot warfare based on, like, just, like, after playing Titanfall 2, just thinking about it and, like, interviewing people about it. I was just like, well, it's a lot more scary than this game. Yeah, that's (laughs) Um, true. But it's, like, just, like, the idea of it is, like, um, there's, like, apparently there's there's a famous, like, military tactician dude who just, like, specializes in robot warfare and he was like yeah we're not going to like make the walking robots first we'll make like the tank robots because it's like easier it's It's, way easier it's like like, much harder to make ambulatory like but ultimately that's the goal because like humans can walk on anything and like that's what you want your robot to do yeah man i mean some scary the history (laughs) of
0: human on human warfare is loud as fuck because Mm -hmm. humans are afeard of shit that their senses can't comprehend and if you Mm -hmm. like abominate their senses and like make loud clattering metal noises like they'll flee Mm. but i think like looking forward future history of robot warfare would be one of absolute silence like Mm. you know robots and mechanics are always in search of like not making a lot of sound like we always like preference technologies as simple as the fucking you know dishwasher or like vacuum cleaner that makes less noise than the other you know Mm mm-hmm so yeah feel like super efficient that's the scary robots, thing yeah. yeah it's like totally terrifying mm. speaking of totally terrifying mm. doom was a good doom. game that was yes. released in 2016 i dare say it yeah. was one of
1: the most fun games that I played. i'm kind of surprised we didn't do a cast about it i know man i think it's
0: just we played it at different times well i also think it's because you wrote a bomb ass article now you have to link it
1: oh, in the daily dink notes. yeah <laughs> show notes diddly dink
0: uh so now yousef's article which will show up in the show notes forever more is also one of my top three games of the year, uh, along with Uncharted, Doom. Now, you might think, bruh, why are you so basic? Why are you (laughs) talking about
1: Doom Doom
0: and Uncharted 4 at the same time? Well, this basic bruh (laughs) has something to tell y'all. I doubted it. Mm -hmm. I did not think I would enjoy it. I did not... Actually I didn't even care very much for the in-game nostalgia. I thought it was cool when I stumbled into it and I was like, "Oh my god, like textures that like look like the old, you know, Doom from like the 90s." Oh my gosh, I like stumbled into those rooms, but what got me was that like, you know, since back in the day there has been a basic formula and maybe it's just that 2016 has been like the year of intertextuality or something where like The Force Awakens is released and we're like in this mode of like reliving and reconsuming parts of things that we know how to consume and love, because we know that when we eat the same thing over and over again, we get better at digesting it, as shitty as it is for us, you know? We can bear down upon our processes, like, in that way. Doom got it right. There was, like, a map with secrets in it, and you're guaranteed a secret or or few per level, and so you look for them, and when you look for them, you're rewarded by them, and they're in places in a physical language and geography that you understand and it stacks enemies and weapons accordingly so that it all fits into this like really comprehensible, legible hole where you're walking through things and just like being an expert at your favorite, you know, horror film or tour, you know that they're setting you up for a certain turn and that like the music just dropped out, so something's about to get real. Better autosave now. Killer's gonna come from the left when he's feigning to the right, like characters looking one way you're about to get it from the, like enemies had behaviors and they were not explorative they were prescriptive and when you increase and give a specific dosage of that prescription that shit was looking good yeah i, mean, I it, can't it, doubt that shit man i don't even like shooting games but it, is, it gives you such a fun feedback which is like
1: so different than say call of duty like a big the the eminent the shooting game yeah but you know you're not literally going down a corridor and just um, aiming at boxes on the screen and clicking your mouse or button and making them disappear. Like you are in the the guts. The of it. I mean, like when it, they start yeah. when they start the game, that has the like the rip and tear line from like the Doom comic, like, yeah. and that's what they want you to do, to do and like really embrace that physicality of the universe that yeah. you couldn't necessarily get before when they didn't have as much, much fidelity. Hey, you, so were like they're, you, know, you were hulking. You were ugly you it was kind fucked. of reminding me or it was like think like people have talked about uh video game preservation as being very difficult because unlike film like video game from 30 years ago is basically unplayable and hard to experience and, and in some case in some ways you, you look at doom as trying to preserve the intent of the original doom in a form that is more palatable to like yeah. to us now in terms of like aesthetics and, and graphics but also, in terms of like you know improving on the original uh, elements and formula formula of the game, so you can I don't know you, like just the the verticality is so cool you can like jump around like you feel so free like as much as you're like a, a brooding Hulk you're also just like like Wee <laughs> I'm gonna go over here now and then I'm gonna <laughs> stop on your face like the faster I like, run the more I survive it's like that um uh, that Team Fortress Two short with the pyromaniac where it's basically He's like burning everybody alive, but in his head is like has like this like fun little like lighthearted cherubic music, yeah, cherubic yeah. song playing in the background. Like you can totally lay it over like yeah, the cherubic like soundtrack and like totally have it work the same way in Doom, which is totally is so interesting
0: about it. it's like it's you feel you feel happy playing it like playing it. I know well, you don't you feel, feel happy when it's going well. It's it's yeah. yeah actually no true. It's actually a bright game, yeah. weirdly enough. As death metal as it is, like it really is different than. You know, sorry to bring up uh, Naughty Dog again But like, Last of Us mm-hmm. Last of Us is like a father-daughter game that literally made me cry A mm-hmm. bunch of times mm-hmm. And it was sad, and I was glad there was an Animal Crossing game to like <laughs> That released in the same time window as it Because like <laughs> I couldn't handle that shit, man yeah. It was really sad But yeah. Doom is a bright, beautiful romp through, like, Hell Mars mm-hmm. And I, I'm glad I took that trip in 2016 Me too what about you, man? You got another one for me? Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, do you want to move on to hopes and dreams? Oh, hopes
0: and dreams. That's true. Our episode is getting a little longer in the tooth. <laughs> yeah. Games, any other just quick mentions, wonderful games you played? Well, even not based in 2016.
1: I mean, I can't not mention Dark Souls 3. You know, I was, I'm always about Dark Souls. Dark Souls
0: 3, check that shit out.
1: I was super happy. There's definitely the fatigue there, like because it's the third game or fourth or fifth or whatever. Like, considering all the other That's true. side games. That's true. And it came out pretty quick after Bloodborne, and I feel like Bloodborne definitely eclipsed it in terms of, like, being just, like, this really novel and impressive and cohesive experience. Yeah, like, it was. It was definitely so,
0: way to, like, launch a new fiction and that... Yeah. Like, yeah. really intense fan base. And
1: very con- committed, like, and very, like, they just, they really delivered on it. Yeah. Like, it's such a cool world and, like, a cool, creepy... Lovecraftian, yeah, I definitely Gothic enjoyed world. it. I definitely enjoyed it
0: as well. Didn't um, beat it, but enjoyed it.
1: It's 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 a great game, and Dark Souls Three is very good too. Like, and like they really like cleaned up a lot of the elements that makes Dark Souls awkward. So like it it's, it's a lot more approachable, and like you can totally. I think it's better. It's a better game for beginners and people who don't want to. Play other Dark Souls or Man, whatever. You
0: guys, get me with every single release of those games. They're like, it's a little bit more friendly. This is the <laughs> one for beginners. I mean, and I don't just get, keep on getting get me it wrong. And I get up
1: to that second plateau, and I'm like, I'm fucked. Don't get me wrong. That game is hard as shit.
0: Yeah, I'm not okay. I think I need there's like not. <laughs> yeah, All right. no. It, Here's to maybe I'll borrow Dark Souls three from yeah, you. Yeah, I do have the disc. I will one borrow those, Dark Souls three from you. you. Sorry, copyright for. And
1: it. I, I'm sure if I had played more of Thumper, I would have put it on my list. But I've just been like. for some reason it slipped through the cracks for me but like every amount I've played of it has been like really awesome and like Thumper is like this rhythm game by some of the developers behind Rock Band and it's just like super cool like you're you're a scarab hurtling down the light tunnel like it's just like a real it's like cool capital C cool game sweet and I need like to figure out a way to play it louder like I have headphones that don't go as loud as I want to because it's like
0: so much about the rhythm
1: yeah and I'm like I need to like figure that out and then I'll probably play more
0: of it. You need to play uh, it <laughs> outdoors in like a field with a giant amplifier. Oh man, yeah. Just like a subwoofer? Sitting like, on a subwoofer? Yeah, sitting on a Ooh. subwoofer yes. with the screen like 80 feet away and like 50 feet wide. Mm. Does no, that I make it so? <laughs> no. I also loved, of course, Witness. Witness was like one of my games of like the year. Yeah. I don't we know. Get a great cast
1: I, on it. Go back and listen to it.
0: Yeah. Go listen to the old episode on the Witness. It was really dope for me. I really enjoyed it. I went back and started playing a few more puzzles actually recently. Mm-hmm. It took a lot because when you step away from it, you kind of oh, like yeah. forget a lot of the <laughs> muscle memory of those puzzles, like the mm-hmm. intellectual mo- muscle memory of it uh and i I, it was tough but i really enjoyed it i haven't beaten it i don't care to it's still complete even without beating it i feel like i've lived a good witness life um
1: (laughs) leaving your character forevermore to wander the sunny isle
0: exactly and i think this year was also a big year for me in terms of like rpgs and patience because like i really enjoyed fire emblem fates which was a you know strategic like you know like Tactical RPG where you have to like move your units in position and then also roll the stats game of the usual RPG like turn-based mechanics. Great, fantastic first Fire Emblem game that I actually beat uh, all the way through to completion. The the simple one though, whatever the not the conquest one. Fire Emblem Fates, I think, like the one where mm-hmm. it's like oh birthright, the like easiest of the trio that were released. And then I think only other RPG worth mentioning in that category. I'm really enjoying. Uh, I'm 20 hours into Shin Megami Tensei 4. Hmm. And it's the first Shin Megami Tensei game I've played. And it's like exactly what I've always wanted Pokemon to be. Just like monster collecting, dope, dark uh, JRPG kind of story, like anime is kind the, of story. What um, is Story. It's really like. Are they it, continuous? Like that 4? No, four? it's like, a, it's again intertextuality. It's like the year of intertextuality. It's like the same themes and tropes told over and over again you're usually like an agent of the like good uh orientation like the moral good you're like usually like an agent of like the angels at the start of the game but then you realize they're really uptight and like kind of fascist like nazis and then the devils are really fucked up too cuz they're like you know the only the powerful survive and they don't give a fuck about anything and then there's usually like a rebel group or two that's like in the middle like where they're like in the moral gray area And you collect monsters from all of them and, like, go on a, like, very linear story through that world. And Mm -hmm. usually it's, like, the replay value that gets you because you, like, you, like, find out how to, like, recruit all these hundreds of monsters into your employ. Um, But it's really fun uh, because it blows the Pokemon formula up in a lot of ways. Like, you are allowed to bring, like, up to four of these monsters into battle or three of these monsters into battle with you and... It's just really, really, really fun. I'm 20 hours in. I'm enjoying it a lot on 3ds, and I think that's enough. But that's do you have fair. any other, any, any other, quick mentions? of I mean, game? Sorry, I'll
1: buddy. mention that Inside is oh god, Inside, one of my yeah. games of the year because it's just like I remember my first playthrough just being very edge of my seat, intense experience where I was excited to see what happened next, and like the mechanics of the world are always changing, and the different kinds of dangers you face are so interesting, and and this the world they they craft is really fascinating like it's just a cool like kind of animal farmy/ you know industrial anti-capitalist message like just like a, a fun um not fun but <laughs> compelling dark vision of 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 you know the industrial system that we rely on you know going forward i don't know it just felt like it delivered a very strong message it was just a really potent bite-sized experience that really that that stuck with me and i still think about it often so um i think it was definitely up there for me
0: sweet man and now as we face that infinite abyss Mm. of 2017 Mm -hmm. speaking mm -hmm. of industrial nightmares yeah speaking of industrial nightmares i think it's uh yeah it's been a hard year but maybe before we bounce into any sort of over despair uh it might be good to talk about our sort of our hopes and fears you know combine mm -hmm. those up Let's talk about hopes first. Hopes? Hopes. And we're <laughs> going to keep it hopes. stuck on video games, right? We're going we talk about fears first? Fears? Because we going end with hope. Okay, that that's better. Yeah, let's end, yeah, let's, end, it. Let's, end. <laughs> let's end with hope.
1: Yeah. So hope, tell me about your fears for 2017. Like video game fears? Video game fears. Like... like we have plenty of real life fears for 2017. Oh, God. 2017.
0: Oh, my God. We actually... We should... we. It's so funny, dear viewers... Uh, viewers. Listeners. <laughs> uh, dear viewers. We thought about like doing a whole segment on how terrible the world is, but I, honestly, Youssef. I don't know if we have enough time for that, man. Or
1: emotional energy. Or
0: emotional energy. It takes that out of you. It's been a shitty year. It's really hard to keep track of the news. It's
1: like so many bad things are happening all the time, and it's just like you know, it, it it's very draining. And I, th- I mean, that's why I, th- I think video games have a place because it's not even about like opiate the masses distraction. It really is about finding a community that can help you get through things, and a video game has a community video games have that community and you know our podcast is one of those uh i hope so. manifestations of it
0: yeah yeah that'd be great i mean I, that'd be fantastic it's so funny too because like in the over a year that we've been doing we've been doing this for two years two years damn dude <laughs> in the two years we've been doing this it's so funny because i've found such a great renewed sense of community with you you know like it, it's been a fantastic constant for me and in the best in the best way possible it also still feels like kind of a personal document to me it'd be amazing to discover like people listening to this because i just don't in a way it's a document more of us mm-hmm. i think i don't know it's a it's a hard thing to express it, i've thought about it though it's this idea that like because it's not at least my intention of it is not mass consumption mm-hmm. it takes on a very easy and happy place for me where a lot of pressures of production are not there mm-hmm. and it's just about observing honestly versus like having to produce a certain feeling or yeah, aspect or
1: worry about what how people might receive something yeah and whether like, it'll be, go down well or be popular
0: yeah if in every good way possible i feel really great that i'm not trying to like prove anything here it's mm-hmm. just like happening it's just we're talking about yeah. this shit but yeah sorry on that on that note game fear game fears <laughs> yeah what what is your do you have a biggest game fear of 2017 because i've got a i've got a pretty easy one when you, when you pitch the it, easy one? Yeah. I, for me, it's one that I've seen coming in a lot of ways, I think, for a long time. Only because I've, back in the 90s, back when being a kid and, like, going to these really weird arcades and, like, big mall towns whenever I'd leave New York City, I would always see these, like, really crazy, wait for a half an hour and pay, like, $20. And as a kid, that was a ridiculous amount of money to, like, sit in, like, a virtual reality machine, Mm -hmm. arcade games. And I remember waiting for, like, 30 minutes and getting my parents to give me $20 to do this thing. And for, like, three minutes, I don't know, just being, like, supremely disappointed. Mm -hmm. So I have this, like, sinking fear that, like, virtual reality is just, like, not the ideal way to consume these types of interactive experiences. And maybe it's not... Maybe it'll be good for something other than games, like yeah. complementing, like I don't know, robotic surgery kits for like, you know, teledoctor, doctor, sure. tele or like i uh,
1: like architects talking about it for uh, for layout planning, yeah, or for like interiors. or
0: like being the forefront of some sort of therapeutic treatment that like like helps like people with dissociative issues, like. Start to, like, have, you know, I don't know, like, more success in social interactions. Or, like, st- the end of fucking war. But it's not going to happen this the way that we're, like, developing it. I, my big fear is that, like, virtual reality is just going to be a bust. And that maybe some of the coolest things that it could potentially do for, like, the collective consciousness of of humans, like, is just going to be swept under because we don't figure out how to, like, weaponize the profit margin of it. Like, I don't know if virtual reality is great for... It's certainly not great for all games, you can't play third person games in I mean, you can play specific types of third person games sure. in VR. It's not something you can just not it's not just like another. But it's not No, no it's screen. not just another screen. And if we're geared for it, sure. Our sensory perception is really important. And when we turn our heads on the swivel of our neck, yes, we expect certain things to move with it, but like it feels so basic. Like, yeah, the world turns when we like turn our head, but like I think I'm, I'm more excited about like someone's perspective being forced like if you strap someone into vr and took them on a crazy ride mm. and like it didn't matter where they turned their head mm. it like countered that movement with some sort of like negative not negative reinforcement but like negative motion i don't it know It sounds if, very panic inducing yeah it would be immediately <laughs> panic inducing i mean our, we're still like the the head on our neck is still ego driven for mm. sure like it's absolutely you take away control you take away fun mm-hmm. that's a rule of course but i'm just not i don't know i guess i'm not I'm not hopeful. I'm certainly not hopeful. I'm fearful that virtual reality is going to be a big bust, and the billions of money poured into like a shitty troll like Palmer Lucky's fucking Mm -hmm. you know purse is going to like not. I mean, I feel like that was a big part of it. That was like a doubly watershed moment where just like yes.
1: Silicon contact bros are you know piss babies yeah man. <laughs> awful people of course and, they're um, piss babies like they're, f- um, they're fabulously rich yeah and and uh it kind of you know it really deflated a lot of the, the excitement around because a lot of developers are just like well i'm not gonna develop with them anymore and like good reason yeah and it, you're just like this is the train i've hitched my ride to <laughs> Like you know, it's like it. It really does. It's like not tech by play. association, though.
0: Like having. It's not. You, I mean, whatever. Like it, it, sorry, but, I didn't mean to but pull it aside. No, but, but it's yeah. already
1: like a, a a field that is on you know tenuous ground. Like it's not like that it's been like it's not like you know when a famous director has already made a lot of no. like popular movies like gets like something uh like a some, 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 some sort of scandal attached to their name because they already have that like body of work that you're already attached to we have nothing to be attached to for vr yeah like it's it's all so um tenuous and 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 fragile and i think that something like palmer Luc- lucky happening was just like uh like it just makes it seem gross and yeah it's it, additional grossness.
0: Um, on an uncooked pie. Yeah,
1: or no something that's already that's dominated by rich white dudes. Like that's like what VR is right now because it's the only people who can pl- use it and just who want to use yeah, it. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean there's like a great piece that's when wrote about being a woman in VR and actually being like sexually yeah, harassed. Sexually harassed, yeah. I was just like, of course. Um but it's just so gross and stupid that you're just like well of course you can't escape um sexism and misogyny like especially in online gaming spaces. Um, but, you know, VR always sells itself as something that's transcendent and is a new experience, but it ends up being a lot of more of the same. Yeah. But, you know, um, I do think that in terms of, like, stuff like Tilt Brush, like, is really cool in terms of, like, applications of VR. Like, sure. Um, I love the art aspect of it. I think this is going to be really cool, like, really cool things coming out of that space. That's where I'm looking at it from. Like, I was actually just pitching a job where we were considering just, like, instead of making a 3d um model we could just like use our use a vr goggle to like walk through a scene and then just like print it out you know or like just like render it out that's true um, instead of having to like you know hire an animator hire blah, blah blah like you know model a whole thing like, or like kind of like animate rig out the camera and animate it you can just like you can and actually export all that stuff and, and you know it it could potentially be really cool and cost cost effective so you know it's effective it's useful that's dope it's a great tool yeah it's a tool and I'm not sure if it's in a, a game or if it's in an entertainment system
0: yet Yeah, or if it ever will be and it doesn't have to be it doesn't, it doesn't have to be yeah. to succeed I guess it, you know specific to video games my fear is that it will be a big dud
1: yeah I mean you know as long as as soon as uh, PlayStation makes a periphery for it it's, <laughs> so it's gonna die
0: <laughs> they haven't had a great track record <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was it you won the <laughs> no, you won the video game hour what about you man big fear um, big fear
1: my fear is like kind of as somebody who's starting to do more video game criticism to see what that space looks like because i feel like it's very much like a another space that is fragile where it like you have youtubers kind of dominating the f- the f- the at least the res- reception of of game criticism and their stuff isn't really criticism most of the time they are just free advertisement it's payola man it's payola and it's like it's just not it's like the opposite of what it should be like it's not a healthy like when people are saying they want games to be art like you need to have criticism yeah exactly
0: you need healthy criticism um
1: so at the same time as like i'm getting i'm getting a lot more opportunities to like do like cool games writing which is i I love to do your writing is so fresh man (laughs) thank you i love your writing Thank thank you it's been really cool to like finally get those chances and getting and just like kind of um, taking these ideas that just happen while I'm playing the game, and yeah. like kind of, and it forces you to think about it more, and like to kind of build present, it out
0: to be present in the power of fantasy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um, and like you yeah, know, come up with arguments and ways to defend what you're thinking about, and and yeah, pr- create it into a more whole idea. It's really good. So, but at the same time, you know, I wonder, I worry about the longevity of these magazines and this industry um that's always feels like it's perpetually on a cliffside <laughs> yeah um so you know my my worry is about that industry i guess as someone who's very like new to it and kind of just like you know still like very much like a neophyte in that in that arena fair yeah totally fair but we'll see i mean
0: we also have hopes we have hopes and i think uh, as candy coated total fanboy as this sounds my hope and my honest hope um is that the nintendo switch is gonna be a rad fucking console Mm. like and a lot of fun to play and i know i'm a total nintendo fanboy (laughs) but fanboy fanboy (laughs) but that shit has some potential if it's good man i think it does i think honestly it it makes more sense than VR, and with the rumor of the fact that the thing the, the base unit would clip into like a VR headset, makes it even more like, you know, VR is a gimmick, but the truth is you actually just want a screen that's playing a game that you want to play. It's fun, and like as the undisputed gameplay scientists that Nintendo actually pumps out on a mass market level. Like they make games that a lot of people play that. Game designers are like, yes, they are good at what they do. Yeah. They make a lot of good choices. They obviously care about the product, that, the interactive product that they're making. When those people create a system that can be played in parody on a big screen and on a personal level, it gives the fanboy and me a lot to be hopeful. For. So I'm definitely... That's my big hope is 2017. The Switch launches and it's just like fucking raw. And <laughs> people are just like, what? Are like, I did not know this was going to so be this good. good. I don't even know because it's basically just like a return to like not gimmicks. Like if yeah. the gimmick I mean, is well, you can play it everywhere. Like you, that's, no, like but gimmick. if the gimmick is you, you can, can click, play it everywhere it. and you can unclick and some of the games, especially the first party ones, are like really rad to play with like a controller nugget. Like... That's a good thing. Yeah. If like the base... It's not like a... If it's the not base 30 games... Yeah. yeah. If the base 30 games that Nintendo really gives a Nintendo a, like amount of development to are dope with like a little piece of plastic with like four buttons on it that I could hand to my fucking wife and she would be like that was fun for a few. Mm. That's revelatory. Yeah. That's the fucking gateway. Yep. That's it. If I can, like, handle a little thing and be like, this one jumps you, this one moves you. And they're like, I get that. And it's fun for me, too. Mm-hmm. Big fucking hope. Nice. Big hope. I mean, accessibility is a huge downside of, like, a lot of games. So
1: if Nintendo can... Take a play with my toes. And Nintendo man. has always been at the forefront of, of attacking that and, like, kind of getting accessibility going. Hell yeah. So if they could do that with the Switch, I will be on
0: board. Mm-hmm.
1: Or I'll at least be on the sidelines cheering. Thank you, sir. Because I'm not a big Nintendo
0: fan. I know. I'll come over <laughs> and you can have one of the little hockey. I'll get one side. So like, yeah, we can we can play. You can like, Warrior, play overpriced yeah. emulator games yes. on the Nintendo store. I'll download ice hockey <laughs> for the eighth time because accounts are never linked.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nintendo.
0: I'm so bad at the fat, internet. Skinny, skinny. Do you play Mario Run? Oh no, fat. Fat medium medium oh, is yeah. my ice hockey team. Have you played Mario Run? No, not yet. No, ten bucks is. Steve, well, you can play for free an iPhone. for the first three an iPhone. levels, but either way, I'm an Android. it's
1: really weird that you have to have an internet connection to play. I was like, this is a game that you should play on the subway, Nintendo, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but they're really bad at the internet. Yeah, that's stock of their, their stock That's one of their problems. Anyway, we're talking hope. about hopes here. We're talking about hopes. Hope me, man. All right, here's a big hope. All right. We're going to talk about Mafia 3 at our next oh, I'm episode. I'm so
0: excited. I have a lot. Oh, my gosh.
1: And... Some of the moments playing that game were just like felt incredibly real, more real than any game has ever felt. Because you were literally taking a black man, putting it back in me, a black man, putting him back in time, telling him he has the tools to like fuck up racists,
0: slaughter racists, especially
1: in the time we were living in, like slaughter without, racists. You know the um, with the with the immortality of it and the power of a game a game character, like it's it's incredibly. I mean, as problematic as the game is, it's also just like this feeling that you can't match in any other medium or any other game like that it's just brought something that feels very urgent and real and i think that part of it is this representational factor and i just hope that we see more games with you know non-white non-white non-male protagonists because that's what we need a lot Fuck more yes. of yes because that would be so dope Fuck like imagine yes. like an asian woman that's not like a ninja figure or that's just like living her life yeah or just, like, a Latino be. woman, yeah. like, Arab woman, yeah. trans person, gay person. Like, just bring it all out there. Really That's good at running and jumping. Oh, obviously. Everyone should be good at running and jumping. I mean, it's a video <laughs> game, right? What Everyone. if we were all good at running and jumping? What if in this real? It'd be really weird if everyone's really good at running and jumping in the real world.
0: Why would that be weird, Yusef? Play it out. Play it <laughs> out.
1: What's the worst thing that could happen? What if New York everyone like had Assassin's Creed powers? They would just be like jumping, running dude, on
0: buildings. Dude, metro Car- <laughs> metrocard prices would be down because they'd be like, I'm competing with parkour. That's true. If everyone and your grandmother could parkour, MTA would be like, we're just like it's free weekends. <laughs> everyone was parkour anyway, so yeah, no, fucking. That's a bit besides the point, um, but I it's love okay, that, man the big hope so more inclusion yeah i think it's really valuable like non-normative just for the sake of market normative more non-white non Yeah, and
1: i think um i mean i've been watching a lot of tv and i think that tv this year has really killed it in terms of like um black centric shows like there's been atlanta there's been luke cage and there's been insecure and those shows like represent a wide spectrum of like of blackness of uh, black, blackness and that's like something Fuck yeah, that it's is not a one note fucking So thing. interesting to me and great yeah it's like you're like when you have like say one example like say a mafia 3 lincoln he's like one example of what blackness could be or a black power fantasy could be or a black power fantasy could be like you can multiply that a thousand fold and like you in what's cool is we do have Watch Dogs too, which is another black is another black power fantasy which is awesome multiply that you know you need to have you can't just have that's the problem with tokenism so like you have games exactly. that have um like or here's your black game it's like no no that's not how it works like it's not going to appeal to all people like not everybody wants to have that like ultra power fantasies yeah. there's other ways to experience blackness and that should be experienced and games need to have more human characters and you know many argue it's better writing but i think that better writing will be driven by more diverse creators and more people in positions of decision making who are maybe not white dudes yeah. <laughs> who are more sensitive to the these like these realities that Games should reflect the people who are playing them, and they should reflect the, our country.
0: Range, motherfuckers, range. It'll everything will follow from that. I Characters think. need range. Protagonists need range. Everything, it's just range. We no, are.
1: Let's let's say no more gruffy McWhite dudes. Yeah, 2017. Gr- let's get
0: gruffy McBlack dude, like gruffy Lincoln. McBlack, yeah. Oh my god, we've gone way over time.
1: It's hey, okay. yo, you know what? Twenty seventeen. Twenty
0: seventeen. Yeah. We want to wish everybody who actually listens to this podcast a very, very, very. Well earned, Happy New Year!
1: Yeah, it's been you've earned it. Seriously, if you've, made, if you've made it through this year, then congratulations
0: because you are a strong person. 2016's felt like a big one, man. Yeah, happy <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody! Happy
1: New Year, and we'll see you very soon. Very soon.